This is Recruiting Daily's Recruiting Live podcast, where we look at the strategies behind the world's best talent acquisition teams. We talk recruiting, sourcing, and talent acquisition. Each week, we take one overcomplicated topic and break it down so that your three-year-old can understand it. Make sense? Are you ready to take your game to the next level? You're at the right spot. You're now entering the mind of a hustler. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Today we have Ron on from PwC, where we're going to talk about how PwC's new program is breaking down barriers to entry in their workforce. And so there are a lot of things to unpack there. Um, And so first of all, we'll start with introductions. Ron, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and PwC for those that don't know PwC? I would be happy to, and I, I appreciate you having me on. Excited to, to, to be on today. Um, so Rod Adams, as, as you said, I am the, our U.S. and Mexico talent acquisition leader for PwC, I'm responsible for all of our hiring um, that to support our U.S. and Mexico firm. So that includes, you know, intern up through our um, executive hiring, what we call catalyst hiring. And also we have acceleration centers around the globe that support our, our business here that we hire into as well. So ultimately it's, it's, it's 20,000 plus, you know, hires a year right. that we are bringing in. And, and I, I should have said it, I'm also responsible for the onboarding of those, those hires. Um, so quite an exciting time right now um, in our, in our firm, um, we are a professional services firm. For those that are not familiar, provide um, you know services to our clients across an array of of different things. Um, I think in, in in some corners we're we're largely known for the work we do in the audit and and tax space. Right, but um, we have a, a our, our third business of consulting is just as as big as as our audit and tax practices as well, and we. We do consulting, you know, on just about everything. Yeah, you know, every, the tech every space, industry, the management yeah. consulting, every industry. Uh, yeah, and so, um, you know, that's the 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 short version the sh- of the short of, version of what we do. Yeah. Well, it's 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 interesting because when you talk about PwC, it's like, how do I get this down to thirty seconds? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's Which, really hard. No, no, it's 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 a good problem to have because it's multidimensional, and yeah. and you know, this is something that you deal with with your entire, you know, TA team. It's like, okay, we have to source talent. We got to recruit. We got to hire, and then you've continued that into onboarding, which is fan- I think is actually really really smart. You know, you got to explain this to candidates that that know you. So some of those folks that are really super, you know, experienced, they already know what PwC is. They, you know, you, you don't have to really break it down. But for some of that junior talent or college talent or entry level talent, they they don't necessarily know what any of those things are. They might they might know maybe a sliver uh, if they came out yeah. of a of a business degree with a specialization in tax or something like that. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. They might know that part, but they might not know the rest of it. Um, yeah. And, and we've also, we, we, we've been expanding as a firm and, and growing as a firm evolving like most, you know, strong organizations are. And we've, we've, we've got a products business as an example of how we've expanded. We've got a products business now where we are actually, you know, building and selling, you know, different types of products oh, to, cool. to our clients. So we are also hiring 
you know, talent at the experience level that isn't used to considering a professional services firm as a, you know, an opportunity they may go to, you know, a uh, uh, um, data scientist or, right. you know, someone like that. So it is, uh, well, that's an interesting you're, challenge. you're right. Yeah. It is an interesting challenge. You're exactly right. That well, Wall Street we, went through this challenge a couple of years ago where they all woke up and basically said, Oh, we're tech firms. Like yeah. We, we actually, have yeah. to, we have to hire software engineers. Yeah. And uh, it was really interesting because the folks, if you talk to Silicon Valley, um, they were like, you know, we're competing with Wall Street and, you know, Wall Street has money. <laughs> like, like, it's hard to compete, it's, you know, it's hard to compete throw, there. Yeah. It's hard to compete because they just throw money at the problem. And, uh, and uh, I love the, I love the fact that, cause y'all on your consulting side, you, you know, I know one of the, the lines of business is to help implement uh, different technologies all across the uh, enterprise technologies. But to have a products division of your own, that's fantastic because, you know, you can spin things out, you can, you can grow things, but you got to recruit it. It's different talent. Yep, I mean, exactly. Um, it is different talent. So, we have so we've definitely been introducing ourselves to that, you know, a different talent market, which has that's been fun. Good. Yeah. I like uh, that stretches you. That, oh, they'll stretch your TA team too, which is, which is, I mean, again, a part of that 20,000 hires or plus, it, you know, it's, it's good for them to be stretched. Like, yes. you know, it's good for them to, you know, because when you're hiring a junior level consultants, you know, or maybe people out right out of business school that want to be consultants. Okay. Like there's a, there's a, there's a well-worn path yes. to that, that process. How for hiring a, UI or UX developer for your products division for PwC. It's like, okay, they might not have thought that, but that might be a fantastic job. Yes. And so just kind of conveying that and getting that into the talent, you know, uh, getting it, making that talent community and getting them aware of all the cool things that you do and, and things like that. So let's, let's jump into your program. So t- tell us a little bit about the new program uh, and, and kind of how you're breaking down barriers. Yeah, so um, you know we are we're very, we're very focused and have been for quite some time on you know diversity and how how are we diversifying our workforce, making sure we're getting the best talent in the firm. Um, you know, I, I think any serious talent acquisition organization is is probably thinking about that. Uh, we've been very focused on action in this space. You know, my personal point of view. As I lead this organization, you know, we need to do it from a business perspective um, because we need to win the war for talent. We're going to, you know, be able to execute on our, our strategy. We recently rolled out a new strategy called the new equation, how we're servicing our clients. We need to have the, you know, the best talent, the, you know, and, and that, you know, includes, uh, you know, talent from all walks of life, having a diverse talent set. Plus, it's a responsibility as our organization aligns to our purpose. Um because uh, access, I firmly believe ac- access should be a privilege. And I think right. access to jobs, to to a lot of different things, you know, sometimes feels like a privilege in this country and, and that shouldn't be the case. So how do we break down those barriers and open up the doors? We've been really focused on that. Um, so I can I can definitely share a couple of things that, that we're doing. We can dig into it and any questions yeah. that you have. Um, well, what, what, let's start off with candidates' expectations. What have you seen? Because you've done this for a while. So yeah. what have you seen in the in the change in what candidates want to see out of you and your team uh, or yes. questions that they might ask that are different than, than maybe what they would have asked uh, two or three years ago? 
Yeah, I mean, the Canada expectation, <laughs> the, the, the pandemic has changed things significantly, right? right. So the expectation around, um, you know, flexibility, mm-hmm. and there's a couple of things that come to mind when, when, you, when you ask the question. Flexibility, for sure, comes to mind. So, and that means something different for everyone, which right. I think is part of the challenge we have as organizations. When you hear these conversations around, you know, people want to, to work from home and be virtual or remote, or they do want to come to the office. They don't, it, it's not a one size fits all. We're 55,000 people. There's right. not a one size fits all for that. Um, and so having an approach that provides some flexibility, I think it's important the way we've been looking at it. We, we've kind of been thinking about the way our people work into four buckets, um, you know, virtual. So mm-hmm. basically completely working from home, right. um, flex, flexible, but there's two different degrees of flexibility. Um, one that's with location. So yeah, you only need to be in the office two to three days or at a client, you know, two to four days a week, but we either need you in Chicago or we actually don't care where you live. Right. Cause you're just right. going to be on a plane and traveling. Um, and so, you know, we've got two buckets of flexibility and then we've got a very small population that will still need to be, you know, physically right. in the office, but having that flexibility of different ways of working, um, you know, I think is, is clearly hugely important for people in a way that has evolved tremendously over the last two years. It's an area we have focused on, right? Um, but it, it, it is, we've, we've had to, you know, definitely, um, evolve our focus in that space. Yeah. I think, I think y'all were ahead. I mean, you, you, you kind of had a head start, uh, I think consulting firms and, um, tax and audit firms kind of already had a head start on some of this because a lot of their spaces years ago kind of went to a hoteling atmosphere where, you know, like I, I remember actually visiting a, a PwC office, I think it was in Chicago. I can't remember. Um, and it was in and, and literally the it was places where you could just come in for the day, drop your stuff, do your do your bit, meet with a client, yep. and then leave. Like it was, y'all y'all were kind of already ahead of this, but I love the way that y'all have broken down. And and when when you're talking with candidates, it's like you can then say you you've got paths. It's like listen, you know the the work's got to get done. Check covered. How the work gets done? Well, let's talk through a little bit about what works for you and what. I like even that idea of when you when you have the the two options on flex, uh, it's what works for you that week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And our investments around and our focus on flexibility prior to pandemic, as well as you know tech enabling how we right. work, really set us up nicely because 100%. it is there. Were, we we definitely had some still old school views on on how work needed to get done, that people right. needed to be together in a right. conference room to be able to do X, Y, and Z. Well, that that has totally evolved because <laughs> we did X, Y, and Z and we were not together. And so how we held on to some of that, not, not to meet, not to say it, it we don't that that in-person time isn't still valued for certain things, but it it doesn't it, it, you can have more flexibility, we've learned than than what we even had, you know. A year and a half ago, before and, your, and your clients. What's what's funny is as y'all are learning this, your clients are learning as well. So yep. Your clients are learning. You know what? We don't need to meet in, in the boardroom, yep. you know, and do this bit. We can do this. We, you know, it can be a Zoom call. We can collaborate. We can do other things. And yeah, there is some ceremony 
that's always going to be a part of, of business that, that uh, I don't, uh, you know, you're not going to do over a, a Zoom call or, or something like that. Um, but, but I like that the clients have changed. Yeah. The candidates are asking different questions, which is great. Y'all are already, y'all were well positioned uh, already uh, as, it, as, it, as it relates to flexibility. What other, what other candidate yeah. expectations are you seeing maybe around diversity? Yeah, I was just going to, that was well played. That was exactly where I was going to go. I was going to go the, the, cause I, I, I kind of tied two things together. I think they think that candidates are looking for firms that care. Mm. And when I say care, I mean, you know, one, how do they treat their people right. when things are challenging? Um, and they, they get to kind of really poke at that given the challenges we've had over the last 18 months. And then how do they get involved have a point of view, have a leadership role when it comes to societal challenges and diversity, you know, is it, clearly square in that space. And I think that's, 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 that's very important and top of mind and, and what we're, we're hearing from our, our talent. Um, so, you know, we, we're, we do a number of, of, of things. Our, our senior partner has been very active in, in driving an organization called uh, CEO Action for Diversity, which is all around, you know, you know, making actionable pledges around um, what organizations are doing to drive diversity within their their four walls. Right. Um, they've extended beyond that to say, okay, what are what are organizations doing to be a part of you know driving change in public policy as well, which is great. A a an example of something we're doing, which is we're excited about. Um, both for ourselves and, and the potential it has for the talent that we're touched. We're, we've had an, a program called Access Your Potential for a few years now that has been about, it's been focused on, you know, elementary and, and high school students and, and it's all been all around it. how providing different skills, learnings to, to help them achieve their potential, potential, whether it's financial literacy or, you know, digital quote unquote upskilling at that level. Our new iteration of that is a $125 million commitment um, with the focus on supporting 25,000 black and Latinx college students prepare for their careers. You know, the, the, the high performing, high demand careers to help right. them prepare for that. And at a, at a high level, what that means is it's mentorship, so yep. we've got an element of that where we're, we're providing mentorship opportunities. It's upskilling in in critical places, um, not not just in the tech and digital space, but definitely a focus there. But but upskilling to supplement what they're getting on their their campuses, um, and then also careers. So given access to um, job opportunities um, through through our program as well with PwC and beyond uh, PwC. So really excited about the launch of that. Um, made the announcement a few months ago, we're gonna start to really engage students in the next um, 30 to 45 days in those three areas. Well, I love it. I love it from, you know, the, the older program where you're, you go further into, you know, childhood education, middle school, things like that, where you, so you, you go kind of vertical and you go down and really kind of help uh, kind of build a pipeline, if you will. 
And with the new program, it's you're meeting them where they are right now, where they yeah. need, you know, where they need, you know, they need help. Like no one in college actually, well, few people in college know exactly what they want to do and the path and all that stuff. So having access to mentors and having access to, again, internships and, and experiences that can kind of, you know, to, on one level, it it shows you what you like. And on some level, it shows you what you, what you don't like, like yeah. an internship it can be both. And, um, and we, and, and it's, it's clear in the data, right? That, right. that individuals from in those demographics, black and black next don't have the same, you know, access to people that are 100%. already in those environments to right. tell them those things that they need to know and understand about how to, get into those environments, how to be successful in those environments. So, you know, that, again, that comes back to that word access. That's what we're looking to be able to do um, through through this effort. I think, you know, what's interesting is when candidates ask about care, I think, you know, one of the questions that come up is how'd you, you know, how'd you handle COVID? Uh, and then companies yeah. explain, there's a story there. Uh, yep. You know, here's how we, here's how we navigated, you know, uncertain, unchartered territories, et cetera. Um, I also think that when they're asking questions about care, they're looking for actions. They're looking yes. for intentionality, especially when it relates to diversity and inclusion. They're like, you know, words are great, value, values on a website, fantastic, careers page, yep. whatever. Like, what are you doing? Like, this is what I love about this program is you know, $125 million is, you know, <laughs> that's, yes. that's a lot of yeah. money. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it, that's actually doing something. You know, you're you're putting money into the hands and, and and actually helping people through things that you know again uncharted territories for those those college students. And and that's and and you you hit the nail on the head. That's what we've been focused on the the actions. What are what are we actually doing when you think about the last eighteen months in care? So they're, we're launching this program and a commitment of one hundred twenty five million dollars, twenty five thousand jobs. We are. And, you know, during that time frame, we committed to our people that we were not going to do layoffs and we didn't do layoffs. And now we're hiring like crazy. So couldn't be happier that we didn't do layoffs. <laughs> um, but we but we didn't do layoffs. We we have relationships with um, 35, I think it is now, HBCUs around the country, the historical oh, cool. black colleges. And during that time frame, we gave them, you know, each ten thousand dollar grants for. Um, to try to help them tech enable their curriculum and how they were going to be able to offer their learning to their students, knowing that they were coming into challenging times. And those schools, you know, tend to not have, you know, access to the same resources as, as some right. of the bigger schools. So we, we did that. So just to rattle off a few, but yes, it is about what actions are we taking? We grew our, our internship program during that time frame. We actually have a internship program. It's called start. Um, not to get into the long details, but you know, there's usually most of our interns that turn with us between in the last summer of their college journey, right? That's when they've had the the right amount of schooling to to you know engage with our clients. But we um, developed a program I don't know 10, 15 years ago for Black and Latinx students. That's a little earlier than that to give them an introduction to the firm. They don't serve clients during that internship, but they get introduced to the firm. Um, they do some some um, uh, uh, work with not not for profits and, and helping them solve some of their problems, but we upped that size of that program from seven hundred to a thousand during 
Yeah, which which is which is great on a number of levels because a it's also helping you just like your internship uh, traditional internship, it's helping you build a pipeline. You know, when you do an internship, uh, you know you're trying to figure out as a candidate, do I like this place? Do I like the work? Do I like the team, etc.? And they're doing the same thing. So you know, that's a internships are just wonderful check covered. But what I love about Start is you're introducing them earlier to just go. You know what? Like let's let's introduce you to the internship experience and and yeah you're going to learn about PwC you're going to learn about our clients you're going to learn about what we do and you're going to learn a bunch of things that you know what that aren't taught in school um, and so hey, this is just going to be a good a good experience for you what you do next but it's you know it's also you know I, I think it's smart on another level because you're going even deeper into that talent earlier. And you're building those relationships that, you know, maybe two, three years later when they do graduate or matriculate, you've, you've already built a relationship with them. So I think that's yep. smart. Let me ask you a question about the, not just the optics, but something I've been reading about, you know, in hiring is that, you know, and deal with all the strata of, of diversity um, is that folks want to see people like them somewhere yes. in the process. You know, so if you're non-binary or whatever, uh, again, pick any of uh, any any of the spokes of diversity um, that that you want to kind of see that somewhere in the process, just somewhere in the process, you want to see people like you. Have have you have you or your team? Obviously, your team's dealing with a lot of this. Have you have you heard more about that? Yeah, I mean that that is that is that's that's a that's a common point of view, right. um, and I think. I personally think that is something that individuals have wanted for years. Yeah. I think that it, they're being more, um, they're, they're demanding it, so to speak more than they used to. And when I say demanding it, I mean, demanding it from a perspective of they're just not considering organizations where they don't see that. Right. That's That's, right. That's right. um, And so we, the way I look at it is we, all of our interview teams, we focus on, diversity, right? And, you know, right. most people anywhere from interview with anywhere from three to, to five people, some of our more, you know, senior jobs, it gets higher than that. And so we are very focused on, I don't care, you know, what your background is, is that you should see a diverse group of people when you interview. Right. Um, because I, I don't think it's just our diverse talent that we're looking to hire. That's looking to see diversity in, in the firm. I think that's it's good point. the majority of our, our quote unquote, you know, non-diverse talent. I don't, don't yeah, love that word, but I think everyone wants to see that diversity. So we, we try to build that into every interview team. It's also a tell if they don't want to see diversity you right. know, in your program, right. you don't want to hire them. Right. It's not the right place. It's not the right, <laughs> not place, the right place. Yeah. It would be, it would be interesting yeah. as a, as a just programmatically to ask people, ask candidates, who do you want to be interviewed by? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and, like pick your own, pick your own roadmap. Like, you know, pick your own yeah. journey. Like, who do you want to be interviewed by? Yeah. Gen Z, you, you want nothing that. but Gen, Gen, Gen Z folks to take you through the process. Great. Fantastic. It, it, it's funny that you say that. Cause we have experimented with that on some of our more senior roles because yeah. they're usually pretty well. Oh yeah. They're really um, pretty well vetted but also pretty well they they study it pretty well right so we've we've experimented with okay i imagine you've done your resources there's someone in this firm you want to meet right like you're being hired into our cyber practice you know is is there someone you you want to meet as part of your interview process so we've been doing 
a little bit of that, or we definitely try to do across the board, is there something that you want to learn about, right? So is there something that is important to you or that you've heard about the organization, whether it's our DNI or um, uh, initiatives or it's our products and tech team, and then it can help us also inform who we put in front of them when they're doing yeah, it. Tailors the experience yeah. to them and what they need. I love the, what do you want to learn? Who do you want to meet? Yep. How's it, how's the experience? You know, it just makes it a better experience for them, which makes, you know, which, better for which, which I think is our ultimate challenge as talent organization, as talent acquisition organizations right now is how in this, this environment right now where m- most organizations are just hiring like crazy oh, and yeah. volume is, is through the roof and um, you're trying to move fast, still give a personal experience yep. to the talent, because I do think that's what wins. I do think the more highly, you can personalize it. personal and yes. velocity. Good. Yes. And, and oh, by the way, quality. So yeah, let's, quality. let's just, let's which, make it harder. It's which like is so Rubik's simple. Cube. It's so simple to do. It's so, yeah. It's no okay. Problem. So we want quality. Yeah. We want highly yeah. personalized experiences. And yes. oh, by the way, we need that fast. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah, exactly. And so it's easy. And so if you can just get those, those moments where right. that candidate's like, oh, that was, that was clearly about me. That was clearly that's personal. Right. Um, that's, that, that's how I think you do it because you, you Again, with all those three things you're trying to accomplish, you can't make the entire experience personal, but you can get those moments I think and those matter. For from sure. sourcing all the way to onboarding, I think it, reversing things that we've done in other areas of the business is asking the candidates and you know even employees, how are we doing? Like yeah. at every interaction, it's like we just did a, you know, our first inter- phone interview or phone screen. You know, at the end of, after, at the end of the bid, okay. All right, now it's your turn. How did yep. how, how did we do? How'd this go? Yeah, like what could I have improved in my in the in the phone interview, etc. Like those are little things, but hey, you'd be surprised about how many people don't don't ask for feedback. So, yep. um, Rod, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for carving out time. I mean, can't even imagine how busy you are, but thank you for carving out time for us and the, the Recruiting Daily podcast. I appreciate you having me on. It was. Uh... It's nice to have the conversation with you. Hopefully I get to do it again someday. Awesome. Awesome. And thanks for everyone listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Until next time. You've been listening to the Recruiting Live Podcast by Recruiting Daily. Check out the latest industry podcasts, webinars, articles, and news at recruitingdaily.com. 